Hello, what is up guys? Eman from Peso Smart Peach here. Welcome sa panibagong episode. Shout out to all the podcast listeners as well. I appreciate you all. Today, let's talk about Call Financial. Call Financial, if you don't know, is an investment bank or financial services dito sa Philippines. And mainly, they conduct their businesses and they offer brokerage services. So, stockbroker yung Call Financial. And the all-time high niya was nakuha nung January 2021 at around 5.10 pesos per share. And if we take a look at the price, around 5.10. There we go. If compared to the current market price na 3.47, It's down by around 31.98%. And nasa longer time frame tayo, nasa weekly time frame tayo. And as you can see here, sa window na to from December 2021, kita natin na medyo mababa na yung RSI ng weekly RSI ng Call Financial. And the lowest was nung May 2022 at around 23.18%. And the prices back then, lowest was 3.40%. And right now, yung lowest na for this week was around 3.39. And currently, nag-trade nga siya at 3.47. Enough of the price action, hindi naman yun yung main focus natin for this video. So main goal for this video is to review their financial statement. And in particular, yung kanilang financial report noong second quarter ng 2022. And I wanted to show you kung paano mag-compute ng gross profit margin, ng, ng net income margin. Para matutunan nyo kung paano gamitin itong mga indicators, the fundamental indicators, so to speak. Kasi di ba may mga technical indicators tayo. But we also have some ratios and some data that we can look into when we're checking for or reviewing the fundamentals of a particular company that you want to buy. And itong basic kasi na income statement and balance sheet na pinapakita dito, you can't really compute anything well, except for the net income uh, margin. Now, for example, if you want to compute for the net income margin, you just have to copy this. So this is the net income after taxes. And then paste it. And then just divide it by the gross revenue. Divide it here. Then there we have it. Times 100 lang. Nasa 28.71% yung net income. Net income margin ng, what do you call this? Ng call financial for the second quarter of 2022. And... This this number is on the upper side or the higher side of the spectrum. I say if yung net income margin is at 20% or more, then that's on the higher side. Then an average, the net income margin is between 10% to 20%. And then it's it's on the lower side of the spectrum if it's like below 5 to 
Now, para mas maging accurate tayo, we have to check and read and try to understand the financial report of the company. So, punta lang kayo sa company disclosures and then click on the quarterly report. Magkakaroon ng pop-up when you click the quarterly report and you just have to download the PDF dun, dun sa pop-up na yun. And then just open it kahit, kahit saang browser. And then you can read and review the financial statement and financial report of the particular company. Once you are there, then ito yung makikita nyo. Usually, yung mga financial report, especially pag quarterly report lang yung i-review nyo, around 50-ish pages to up up to 100 pages yung makikita nyo. You can read up everything if, like, you're, if you're a reader. But for me, I personally, I, I kind of struggle a lot like focusing on just one thing and just reading everything. So, ang ginagawa ko, I just ki- I just skim through the material to the the quarterly report or any kind of report. So, I can just do it in just one setting. So, I just skim through it and just and tinitingnan ko and I try to understand ano ba nangyayari? Ano ba ibig sabihin ng figures sa to? And alin ba sa mga data na to yung mahalaga and making factor kung bakit bibilin ko yung isang stock ng company or hindi ko bibilin yung isang stock ng company or bakit ko ba ipibenta itong company na to and kapag ba ako pa lang you can just again skim through this and try to make sense of what they're saying and what they are showing here so yung mga makita nyo dito explanation ano ba nangyari for this quarter Bakit ba tayo kumita ng ganito kalaking pera? Bakit ba hindi kumita yung company for this quarter? What are the factors na naka-apekto dun sa daily business ng company na yun? Ito, may, tinyo, may business model, industry, and economic review. So, lahat yan makikita nyo dito. But, yung pwede yung tingnan agad is yung nasa pinakadulo. Which is... Ito, mga key indicators. So, may nyo dito yung current ratio. If hindi nyo pa naintindihan yung current ratio and itong mga iba't ibang ratio sa to. I discussed this in detail sa previous, isang previous video. I'm just gonna put it here sa upper right side para mas maintindihan nyo. And diniscuss natin doon lahat ng mga mga short-term and long-term debts that may affect the business. And dun din natin ma, mapipinpoint kung maganda mong bilhin yung company. Kung sustainable ba yung mga loans nila, yung mga debts nila. Can they make enough money in the future? Do they have enough potential cash flow para mabayaran itong mga liabilities sa to? Eto. Di ba kita dito yung net profit and loss margin? So, sa computation natin kanina, sa 28% lang ito. Pero dito kasi, mas malaki yung net income na nailagay. Okay, I had to correct myself kasi yung kanumpit natin kanina is for the second quarter only of, of the financial statement. So, this is just for the second quarter. Yung nakalagay dito was the total revenue for 
six months of 2022. So, kita natin dito yung total revenue is andito rin. 401.7 million. And then, yung net income is ito. Attributable to pay rate yung ginagamit nila. 139.6 million. And we have it here. So, again, this is uh, this is a this is a very good number. This is a very good percentage. 35% na net profit margin. Kapag kang gross profit pa lang, that means na yung total revenue, ma-minus mo lang yung, what do you call this? Ma-minus mo lang yung cost of goods sold or cost of cost of services sold if, if that's a thing. Kasi yung call financial services yung binibenta nila. So they're, they're not really selling any type of good like like sabi natin example mondness and di ba fast moving consumer goods yung kanilang mga binebenta so it's it's kind of easier to classify the cost of goods sold but again for for call financial services yung kanilang binebenta i mean they, they also have like products like sabi natin mm, ano bang product ng call financial based on their website i'm just referring to their website they have margin accounts so that is a product they have like investment seminars that is also a product but again mainly yung binibenta nila is yung kanilang services they provide their brokerage services to the public and now going back to the review of the financials so dito makita natin yung assets total current assets total non-current assets and then for sa total assets so this will equal pagka pinagsama yung liabilities and equity nung company. So, that is the rule sa accounting. Dapat equal yung total assets dun sa total liabilities and equity nung company. If hindi siya nag-balance, then there's something wrong with the accounting. And if naging, if may background ka sa basic accounting, I mean, that is an sort of an absolute rule so you can't really there's no way or there's no like work around it <laughs> that is just the absolute rule kailangan equal yung total liabilities and equity sa total assets then hindi naman ito yung main focus natin punta tayo sa income statement so dito makita natin for the 6 months ended June 30 then dito for the quarter lang so that means na 3 months yan so solely the 3 quarter the the second quarter of 2022 so dito makita natin agad na yung total revenue nila for the second quarter is 169.7 million pesos and then yung gross profit again binawas na dito yung cost of services so that is sort of the cost of goods sold kasi nga services yung ino-offer ng call financial so, this is gonna be their total profit, gross profit. So, pwede nating i-divide itong gross profit na to sa kanilang total revenue para makuha yung kanilang gross profit margin. And ideally, nasa range ng 50 to 70% yung makuha dito sa gross profit margin. So, kunin ulit natin yung calculator natin. Copy lang natin to. And we just have it to divide dito sa total revenue ng company. So, divide lang. Nasa 69.56%. So, that's very good. That is a good gross profit margin. That means 
na kumbaga merong merong economic moat no yung call financial although maraming competitors yung call financial but significantly maganda yung kanilang market share kasi yung taas ng kanilang gross profit margin 69.56% and if we do that dito sa 6 months no first 6 months ng 2022 again you just have to divide it dun sa total revenue gross profit margin it's gonna be 72.31% Again, that is a very good number. Ideally nga, dapat between 50 to 70% or even higher yung gross profit margin ng isang company for you to consider buying their stocks. Kasi if it's gonna be lower, then that means na for them to continuously offer those services. Like may mga ganun talagang industry. Isang example niyan is airline industry. They need a lot of capital for them to operate. And then yung margin nila is sobrang baba and sometimes they don't even make money. Like isang example niyan is PAL, Philippine Airlines. Even before the pandemic, like di ba normal naman tayo, before the pandemic, marami nag-travel and all that. PAL was losing money. Kasi, again, sobrang capital intensive ng industry nila and ng business nila. But, and In, cor- in contrast to that, so flip side, punta naman tayo dito sa call financial. So they're offering a service. So they're very profitable in short. Kasi iba yung business model nila in comparison sa airline company. And when we take a look at this financial statement, saan nanggagaling yung majority ng revenue or kinikita ng call financial? Number one is commissions. So, nasa, for the first six months of 2022, 265.6 million pesos. That is a lot of money. But if we compare it to the number ng 2021, sobrang bumaba siya. So, if you're a stockholder of Call Financial, you might be a bit worried. But not really, kasi they're still making money. And maganda yung kanilang profit margin. And kaya naman sobrang taas nung commissions nila nung 2021 is because nira-ride natin yung bull market from late 2020. So buong 2021, maganda talaga yung kinikita nitong mga brokers ito. Kaya ba diba, nangita natin yung explosion din sa crypto. Ang dami naglabasan. And ba diba yung Coinbase nga, if you're familiar, they went public. And right now, like, their stock is down, I don't know, 80 or even close to 90%. I'm not even sure. But yeah, since na fuel nga hype last year, that's why mataas din yung commission sa nakuha and mataas yung revenue ng call financial. But hindi naman lagi yung numbers lang yung nagmamatter. Hindi lang yung actual monetary figure. You have again to compute for the margin. So try natin compute. Try natin i-compare kung ano ba yung percentage difference sa revenue nila ngayon and from the previous year. Kung meron bang difference sa kanilang margin. So, let's check. So, gross profit is 699. I-divide natin yan to 820. So, nasa 85%. So, yes. Mas mataas yung margin nila last year. Although, it's not really that much big of a difference. It's 
it's what like around 13 13% difference but again kapag kinumpirma natin yung number from 639.8 million last year 265.6 million for the first 6 months same period then that is a big difference right ang laking bagsak nun. but when we, when we compare the margin it's it's not that big of a difference May ibig sabihin lang, revenue is down, but the margin is almost the same. And it's, the margin is healthy. Alright. And then we also have yung second nila na biggest revenue source is interest income. And may makita kayo dito na mga notes. And you can read up, read up on that as you go along the financial statement. So makita nyo dyan yung mga, kumbaga explanation, oh, saan ba nanggaling to? Saan ba to ginamit? And all that. Then you have trail fees, maliit lang na portion, and others. Then dito makita natin sa note 6 and 9, yung explanation ko ano ba yung others na yan. Ano ba yung revenue na yan. Kailangan nilang i-disclose yun. Then we have cost of services. So personal costs. So ang liit lang nung cost no. Nun. So 25.6 million pesos lang. Then we have communi communications. So 20.9 million pesos. Stock exchange dues and fees. 19.8 million pesos. We have depreciation and amortization, pretty standard with with the company, 17 million. Then commission expense, 16.1 million. Central deposit, depository fees, 4.9 million. Research, 1.9 million. So, medyo maliit lang yung sila for research. Then others, 4.6 million pesos. Totaling 111.2 million pesos in comparison sa total revenue nila na 401. 0.7 million. And again, yung gross profit nga is 290.5 million pesos. And again, when we compute for the gross profit margin, it will amount to around 72%. And then, as we go further along, may natin dito yung mga operating expenses. And then, other income or losses. So, meron silang trading losses for the first 6 months of 2022. And then we have interest expense, foreign exchange losses, gain on disposal of property and equipment. And then makita natin dito, pagka na-deduct na lahat dun sa, from the gross profit, itong operating expenses, makuha natin yung income before taxes. Then we have the provision for or benefit from income taxes. Yan. Then makuha na natin pagka minus ito lahat, makukuha natin yung net income. This is for the first 6 months of 2022. And itong figure naman ito, 48.7 million pesos, is for the second quarter of 2022. And ngayon, makikita na rin natin dito yung earnings per share. So itong earnings per share na to, it means na you will earn 3 centavos if you bought one stock of all financial. So that's basically what it means. So for example, meron 3 pesos and 47 centavos na binili na isang stock ng Call Financial. Then that will earn you 3 centavos. And then what we can do with the earnings per share is pwede natin makuha yung price to earnings ratio. So magandang i-compute yung price to earnings ratio sa data or the earnings per share sa isang taon. So, since 0 point, so 3 centavos na lang natin sabihin. So, multiply na natin to by 2. So, assuming na may giging 
madadoble pa yung income or yung earnings per share nitong Call Financial the rest of the year. So, yun yung kumbaga forecast natin na ma-imitate lang nila to and magagawa lang nila ito for the rest of the year. So, sa price na 3.47 ng Call Financial sa ngayon, di-divide lang natin 2.6 centavos. Kasi yan yung assuming na yan yung assumed na earnings per share of the company for the whole year. So, ang maiging result is 57.83. So, binabasa natin yung, earn, yung price to earnings ratio, P or PE ratio, as 53.83x. So, meaning yan, it's trading 57.83 times its earnings. So, umbaga, inyo kailangan mong bayaran, no? for example, para kumita ka ng piso sa isang sa isang company or sa isang stock. So, ang babayaran mo is 57.83 pesos para kumita ka ng piso sa call financial. And for PE ratio naman, ang ideal na number, wala talagang general, but kumbaga gusto natin bilhin na company. Yes, yung PE ratio nasa 15x lang yung kanilang PE ratio or even below. So that means na medyo undervalued pa yung stock prices ng company na yun. Mga magandang example niyan eh sabihin natin kung ano ba yung nasa data ko. I'm just gonna refer to my data. Ratio. So magandang PE ratio na below 15 is LTG. LTG 4.71 nga lang But this should be adjusted sa current market price. Ni pa updated yung mga current market price ko dito. Then we have PLDT actually is only at 14. And then we have DMC. Mababa din. Nasa, nasa 8 lang. Oh no. Nasa 7 lang. And then we have GME 7 at 6.8. And then Globe at 11. So those are the, the stocks. No? Na okay yung PE ratio. And again, ideally, dapat i-compute natin to against the earnings per share for a 12-month period. Kasi masyadong tataas yung P-E ratio. Like for example, sabihin natin ito. Sa 3 centavos lang natin i-divide yung, yung current market price. So, sobrang tataas niya. And hindi ganun ka-reliable yung makukuha nyo na result. So, di ba? 115.66x yung making result nyo sa P-E ratio if i-compute natin yung 6 months lang. For 6 months ng 2022. And yep, that's gonna be it for this episode guys. Sana may natutunan kayo. Quick recap lang. Natutunan natin kung paano i-check yung nasa pinakadulo. So, makita nyo agad dito yung net profit or loss margin. And pinakita natin kung paano i-compute ito ng mano-mano. Madali lang naman siya. Di-divide mo lang yung net income. Eh, sa kanyang gross revenue or total revenue. Then, natutunan din natin kung paano i-compute yung gross profit margin. So, kalimitan naman yung gross profit is andito. Nakalagay din sa kanilang income statement. But if hindi, kailangan mo lang i-minus yung or deduct yung cost of goods sale or cost of services dun sa total revenues ng company. Which is andito palagi sa baba. And then, nakita natin or natutunan natin kung paano identify yung like biggest source of income or revenue ng isang company. 
And syempre, i-correlate natin yan dun sa industry kung saan nag-ooperate. Or kung saan player yung business na yun. And then, nakita din natin kung paano ba, kung ano ba yung mga dinedudak, no? Yung operating expenses, other income and losses para makuha yung net income. Then, natutunan natin kung paano i-compute yung P.E. ratio or price to earnings ratio and how we can correlate it no, sa kinikita ng isang company. And there you have it. Again, thanks for watching and listening everyone. If bago kayo sa channel ko, then subscribe ka na and ring the notification bell para wala akong mess out sa mga uploads ko. You may also follow me sa mga social media platforms ko. I'm on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at page. Again, thanks for watching and listening. Stay safe. And always remember, be passive smart.